Good evening, America. Let me tell you, you have been lied to multiple times by people who uphold the left-sided media, by people who uphold left-side policies, by people who uphold the left's agenda. My job in the next hour is to help you through all that garbage and help you figure out what truly is going on in our country. My name is Alex Eichholz, and I welcome you to my world. Good evening, everybody. It is June 25th, 2018. I want to welcome you to my world. Let me tell you, people, we have a great show for you. We're covering many different things, from Sarah Huckabee Sanders getting kicked out of a restaurant because she worked for our president, all the way to immigration. So let me welcome you to my world with my opening monologue. For my opening monologue, I start with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. She is an amazing press secretary. And I have to say she has one of the hardest jobs in President Trump's administration. She goes out there every day and answers questions to the press. And these questions are loaded all the time. They're either about, oh, Russia, and you guys said this. Or them tampering with the election or whatever it is. Or they, when that's not working, they hound her on immigration. And when she answers that, they don't like the answer. So they falsely report it. And when that doesn't work, they report false information that she's trying to resign because she doesn't like her job. She has been on the front line of this administration for many months. And they absolutely cannot stand it. They being the left side of media. Because she does her job and she does it well. And when she stands up for what she believes and for what her president believes, there's nowhere for her to go, I guess. She decided to go out to eat last night. With a, great, with, her, with a group of friends. And she gets asked to leave. Because she works for the President Trump. Now the left side of our country. Is praising the Red Hen. This restaurant that she was at. Saying that they stood up for what they believed in. By you know. Saying what she believed in was wrong. That she believed in what Trump was doing. By standing up for it. But, heaven forbid, when a Christian bakery decides by religious obligation not to serve a gay wedding cake, oh my gosh, the world is ending. It's two-sided for the Democratic Party. That shows you how false the Democratic Party is and how they really don't care about your rights. They're only trying to get votes. Let me tell you, there is a difference between the Sarah Huckabee Sanders red hen McBoggle or whatever and a uh, baker not serving a gay wedding cake, a gay, yeah, a gay, a homosexual wedding cake to 
a gay couple. There's a huge difference. It comes down to it that one has religious obligation not to do it, and the other is just discriminatory. But for the Democratic Party, they don't care. If it fits into their narrative, they will do it. No matter who it hurts. This comes down with immigration as well. They used children as a pawn to steal the 2018 election because nothing else has worked out in their favor. The Russian investigation is not working out in their favor. The IG report is not working out with their, in their favor. So they go to immigration and the media lies about it. The media doesn't care about reporting what's true. They care about swaying liberal agendas. They care about presenting that agenda to the American people. 90% of the media is negative about Trump. And if you can believe this, many channels did not even say a word about the Inspector General's report. But they covered children being taken from their parents on the border. Now, let this sink in. The media is 100% false with what they're reporting. This, doesn't, this is not something new, people. This has happened for years. The day after the ambas and the embassy was attacked in Benghazi, the only news channel that was recovering that was covering the attack was Fox News. I turned over to CNN and they were showing a puppy show. They don't care about what's happening in the world. They only care about what they can win, about the narrative that they can present. This is nothing new, people. Like I said, this has to change. And they can't stand it that no matter how hard they try, Trump is getting more and more popular and they are getting less and less important because he is circumnavigating them through Twitter. That makes their blood boil. Because now, the people can get information and they can't twist it to fit their narrative. And that is my opening monologue. So the first thing I want to start out talking with today is, of course, the Sarah Huckabee Sanders situation. Now, to start off, there's a huge difference between this situation and the homosexual wedding cake situation. A huge monumental difference. And that's the first thing I want to break down for everybody today. First off, Sarah Sanders went to a restaurant to be fed with a group of friends. And the homosexual wedding cake scenario and situation, they went to a Christian bakery to get a wedding cake for their homosexual wedding. Now, let's break that down. 
Sarah Sanders was not holding a pep rally for the Republican Party. She was not holding a fundraising event for anything that was discriminatory. She was just going out with her husband and friends. The homosexual wedding cake situation, the two customers went to buy a cake from a Christian baker to part and that cake would be participating in that ceremony that is against his religion. That is monumental. And the gay bake and the homosexual wedding cake scenario, the baker would be participating in what he believes is not right. In the Sarah Sanders situation, they were just serving somebody who believed something. They were not participating in it. That is discriminatory. When you you refuse to serve a certain people for what they believe or what they are, that is discriminatory. But in the homosexual cake, wedding cake scenario that is not because the baker has stated that he would serve the gay couple a cake if it wasn't for their wedding he's not discriminating against the couple he's discriminating or he's not discriminating at all in all reality he's saying that he cannot by religious obligation participate in that ceremony So just think about that. That's huge. The next thing you have to see is is when going to choose something so in Sarah Sanders situation I highly doubt that Sarah Sanders went to this restaurant to make a big scene. To make a huge scene. But the the homosexual couple who went to the ba- to a Christian bakery, no secret there, made a huge deal about it when you could have just gone to another place. Think about that. That's huge. This is a huge act. And the Democrats are praising the red hen. But they are saying, in the homosexual baker case, they are saying that that baker should be ashamed of himself how dare you say that you do not have to serve them because you do not believe in what they are or who they are that is huge 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 one-sided for one the baker is not discriminating against who they are he's discriminating or he's He's saying, I don't want to participate in this. I don't believe in it. Whereas the Sarah Huckabee's red hen situation, they are discriminating against her by saying, we don't want to serve you because of what you believe and who you are. That is a monumental difference. And the media is saying 
that they have that the red hen should be proud of what they did. And even worse, some of the Democrats are saying that this should get worse. That the Democrats should get that the Republicans should get used to it. What world do we live in? How dare the Democrats say that the red hen was not discriminating against her? People, this is what the Democratic Party does. This is what the left-sided media does. If it doesn't fit in their narrative, they don't talk about it or they say it's wrong. But when it does, when it hurts a Republican, heck yeah, they were right. They don't care about who they hurt. They only care about getting the Democrats' votes. Sarah Sanders posted uh, this morning, I believe. Oh, no. Last two days ago. So this was actually two days ago. My fault. That she said... Oh, it was three days ago. My fault. That was big my fault. I'm, I apologize. Three days ago, she said, Last night I was told by the owner of the Red Hen in Virginia to leave because I work for POTUS. And I politely left. Her actions are far more about her than about me. I always do my best to treat people, including those I disagree with, respectfully, and will continue to do so. The red hen owner should be ashamed of herself. She is a discriminatory person. But the left will praise her. They might make her a senator because of what she did. And I guarantee you, if she runs in that district of Lexington, she probably will win. Because that is one left side place. But, the Republican. So imagine this, people. If a restaurant where a, where a Democrat walked into and someone refused to serve, say Chuck Schumer, the Democrats would go ballistic. They would go crazy. How dare you not serve them because of who he is or what he believes? It is a right, may I remind people, that on both sides, it is a right to believe what you believe. And Sarah Sanders was discriminated against her right to believe. She was not forcing these people into doing something that they did not want to do. She was just out to a restaurant. That she was not forcing them to participate in a Republican rally. She was just eating. Imagine that, people. She was just eating. And she was discriminated against. What world do we live in? I don't want to go to a world where if you're a Republican, you can't eat here. And if you're a Democrat, you can't eat here. 
our world is too divided. There's no moderates anymore, people. Either you like Trump or you hate him. Either you're with Trump or you hate him. Either you like Trump and you're a Trump follower or you hate them. People, this is huge. And we'll continue on with the second main topic in my world. Okay, people, in my second main topic, I'm going to talk about something very, very big. Immigration. You have President Trump trying to enforce laws that he did not write. People, let me tell you this. You're going to hear from the left side of media that Trump is a heartless human being separating children from their parents. Now, there are two factors here. Two. One, it was already a law before he was president. President, uh, it came back from President Bill Clinton and President Obama to um, separate many families. Now, you're going to hear from the Democrats that there is no law in the books about it. But there's another branch you must look at. You have to look at the court system who ruled that anything longer than 20 days that the, it took um, the separate it took the separation uh, or it took a asylum 20 day longer than 20 days. So we must legally separate the parents and the um, children. Now there's multiple factors in this. One. These people are criminals. I was looking on Facebook a few days ago. And I saw this like post and it was saying, the first question that you should not ask is if they cross the border legally. And they said, if that is the first question you ask, when you're when it responded when you're talking about separating the children, they said that we have a moral difference between us because they don't believe in separating children from their from criminals. Now rem remind you, majority of these sa the, the same party, the Democrats, making a huge deal about this right now, believes. That we should have abortion on demand. And they're lecturing Republicans about morality. Let that sink in. It is a huge difference. The other thing that you must look at. Is. There is a 315% increase of people coming into this country with people who are not their children. The Republicans or the law in general is trying to protect those children. Let that sink in. They are 
there's people recruiting for gangs, MS-13, stuff like that. They're letting them come into this country. And they're try and we're trying to at least separate them to try and help these children. And the Democrats are making a huge deal. They're showing these kids in cages. But they refuse to show the kids who have been shot in Chicago. Again, if it does not fit in their media, in their whole like plan, in their whole message, they do not show it. There are kids dying on the street from gun violence. There are people dying on the street because of gang violence and t because of drugs. Because MS-13 and the illegal immigrants, not all of them, but, uh, but certain illegal immigrants are coming, causing many, many problems in our country. But they do not share those stories because it does not fit in their message, in their storyline. And it does not help them get Democratic senators and congressmen in elections. doesn't help them get seats. They only help themselves the left side media if it fits into their message. But I remind you that people are separated from their children when they commit a crime in the United States all the time. What is the difference? Think about it. What is the difference? This is a, a long-term thing. The Democrats want votes. They want these illegal immigrants to come into this country and give them rights to vote. And they promise these immigrants that they will get free college, that they will get free health insurance if you come into this country. Now, I am not a racist. I am not an isolationist. I am not a Amer I am not a we do not accept any immigrants from this country. I am an immigrant. Literally, I immigrated from Russia from through adoption. My family are is a family of immigrants. We came from Germany. The difference is is that we did it legally. And the democratic media is saying that we're turning away and we're forcing them to stay in their country. But that is could not be further from the truth. What is really happening is that the when we we have certain checkpoints to come into this country and what we are doing is we can only bring in so many people a day. And we turn them around and say, wait, come back later. We're at our max capacity. That is hugely different from what the left side is portraying to you people. It is truly sad that they are willing to risk American lives. They are willing to ruin this country to stay in power. There is a huge problem with immigration. 
Now, am I saying let's build a huge wall? Will it help? I don't know. But I am saying let's enforce the laws that we have to keep America safe. Let's put more people on the border. There is a huge problem, especially in California, with them being a sanctuary state. The, the, real, the real people in California and rural areas hate it. And you can see why California wants to divide in three different states. Because the people who are running their government are so far from the normal people in that state. They understand that immigration is a problem. Look at San Diego. They are going against the sanctuary state because they see it is a problem. The Democrats need to look at it. They're waiting for their huge blue wave, but it is not coming. When California is having a problem with liberal messages, with liberal media, there is a problem. And I will get more into California in my next segment, in my third main point on my world. Welcome to main point number three, people. This is big. This is the state of the Democratic Party right now. It is fractured. It is destroyed. They have no message. Okay? So, let's, re- let's rewind to the 2016 Republican primary election. You had... St- I think it was 18 people running for the presidency on the Republican side. So, I heard multiple times that there would never be another Republican president. Let's understand this. One, we have a Republican president, if you didn't know that. But... They were saying that the Republican Party was fractured. They couldn't have been more wrong. Right there. The Republican Party came together and elected Donald Trump as president. This is the first time that this has happened in three elections. The last two times they ran a moderate candidate. And they lost. The last two times. Before Trump. And then they ran Trump. And he won. Because he was saying. to He was saying what the people wanted. The Democratic Party. Has no face. Whatsoever currently. This tells you. How bad the Democratic Party. Is right now. A congressional. Intern named. Oh. What was her name. Caitlin Marriott yelled the F-bomb to Trump. Mr. President, beep, 
deep. And she didn't get fired, but she got suspended because that's what the Democratic Party is right now. Look at Robert Dinero. He said the F-bomb to Trump during the, Ter the Tony Awards. And you had all of the left-sided um, actors clapping their hands because they were proud of this old man raising his fists and yelling, F-U Trump. If I was the Democratic Party, I would ask Hollywood to stop helping us. To stop helping me. They're actually helping the Republican Party when things happen like this. When your party turns to the party of the F-bomb to the president party, it kills your party. It makes people like me very happy to watch. But it kills your party. Now just let this sink in just a little bit more here. Why do the Democrats want to be, you know, associated with Hollywood? Hillary Clinton, instead of going to, you know, the battleground states where she lost, she went to Hollywood and she tried getting endorsements from, you know, Hollywood actors. The people are not like Hollywood actors. They're millionaires. The Democratic Party is so far out of touch with true American people, they do not think a $1,000 bonus is not much. That's what Nancy Pelosi said. She called it breadcrumbs. How dare the Republican Party give $1,000 bonuses through their tax cuts to these people. They don't have a true platform for 2018. The platform they have is F-bomb Trump and we want to win. Other things that they are running on is let all the illegal immigrants in. Let everybody go to the same bathroom. Let's, let's kill our own babies. That right there is the Democratic platform. They have nothing positive. They're running on let's get more tax. They are so far out from what Americans really are that they have no idea how to win. And they are sitting there saying that there's going to be a blue wave. Really? Really, Chuck Schumer? Really, Nancy Pelosi? Is there going to be a blue wave? I would argue there's going to be a red wave. Just like in 2016, when your polls said that Trump would never win. And guess what? The left-sided polls are still saying nobody likes Trump.
I wouldn't listen to those polls anymore. Because, Democrats, you lost because of those polls. Donald Trump and the Republican Party has shown that they are the party of the American people. They are the party of life. They are the party of there's a they are the party of financial stability. They are the party of giving people back the money they own. They um earned. People, this is huge. Huge, huge, huge. The Democrats are looking up to the sky waiting to see that blue wave crash into Congress. They are standing by the beach and they're sitting in the water waiting to surf all the way to Congress. But there is no motion in the ocean to them. They will not have a blue wave. I enjoy watching them. And here is the saddest fact. They can't even come up with their own slogan. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer decided let us stand right in front of the Capitol and come up with our brand new slogan. We're going to announce it to the world. And they came up with Drain the Swamp. Should somebody tell them they are the swamp? Even sadder yet, I watch the Democratic nominees and there are no outsiders running, really. This tells you how fractured the party is. Right here, you had three, three individual addresses Three official responses to the State of the Union this year. One by Bernie Sanders. One by, uh, oh, I don't remember his name, Kennedy, uh, whichever Kennedy it was. And then the other one by Nancy Pelosi. You had three. You're only really supposed to have one. Let this also sink in. A few, like a week ago, the Democrats met like the de- like democrats who are looking to run for president met with obama in dc they don't have a leader except obama nobody is rising up the o- mark my words the one person who will be on the ticket is cory booker he will be on the ticket I don't know if he'll be vice president or president. If he chooses to run, he will be on the ticket. But with Trump's popularity going higher and higher and people seeing that his plans are working and he's getting things done, it will be hard to beat him in 2020. Personally, I would love to see Hillary Clinton run again. It'd be a landslide for Republicans. But we all know, hopefully the Democrats learn their lesson with superdelegates. But they didn't get rid of them. 
Bernie Sanders would have put up a bigger fight for the presidency than Hillary Clinton did. But the Democratic Party, like always, knows what's best for the, Ameri- for the American citizens. But they lost, and they continue losing. Losing. This tells you where we are in the country. And where the Democratic Party stands. That is the major third point of the night. The Democratic Party is fractured. And I don't know if they can get back together before 2020. Because the only thing they have is obstruct President Trump from moving forward. If this tells you right now where they are, they are not willing to work with President Trump. But North Korea, the dictator Kim Jong-un, is more willing to work with President Trump than the Democrats. Think about that. And I guarantee, and here's what's even worse. The Democrats were hoping that Trump failed. Because they know if Trump can stabilize North Korea like he is doing, they will not be able to beat him in 2020. Let that sink in. They are more willing to let Donald Trump fail and have nuclear war than to let him win and continue to be the president. You see this when he was out on the uh, well, on the White House lawn doing an interview. One of the media, the left side of media, said, "Why are you working with um, Kim Jong Un?" When he has such a bad human rights record. And President Trump put it simply. I don't want to see you and your family get blown up by a nuclear bomb. Imagine that. Please, just think about this. They are willing to have us go to nuclear war. Instead of have him succeed you see this all the way back when he was elected people were saying I hope the president fails that is like wishing your airplane pilot to fail if president Trump fails we all fail President Trump, though, has not failed much. The Russia investigation is not going to have nothing will come of it. The investigator report, the pri- the investigator report, the investigator general or whatever, he has come out and he has shown that there has been bias in that report. As well as North Korea, the Trump and North Korea strategy is working. North Korea just canceled a traditional day of celebration for the North Korean or the uh, Korean War. 
Think about that. He is succeeding. And the Democrats cannot stand it because they don't know who they will run in 2020. They don't have anyone rising the ranks besides Cory Booker. That's why I believe so wholeheartedly that if he chooses to run, he will win. That is my world and my third main point for tonight. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed tonight. I hope I was able to inspire your minds, to open your minds, to allow you to understand what the left side media is doing in our country. I hope I have entertained you enough that you will come and watch the next episode on Thursday, or listen to the next episode on Thursday, as well as join me every Tuesday and Thursday night from here on out. Thank you. It's been a pleasure being with you tonight. Hello, everybody. My name is Alex Eichholz. I hope you're enjoying my podcast series. I also hope that you take the time to comment or to just ask questions. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to reach out to me or to send me an email at a-e-i-c-k-h-o-l at gmail.com. If you would like to be on the podcast with me, whether it be for a minute or for as long as you want, please let me know by the same email. Thank you, everybody. Have a great night.